0: Hey, welcome to the All Things Food Podcast. I am your host, Peter Kim. Today, we're going to talk about how to eat sushi. And before we talk about how to eat specific types of sushi like I have here in front of me, uh, I'm going to go over the, a few different types of sushi and, and then how to eat a couple of different types, especially one specific type. But let me preface this all by saying uh, at the end of the day, eat sushi however the way you want. I mean, I'm gonna say the best way or how to eat sushi, I'm going to instruct you on how to eat sushi, but at, at the end of the day, do whatever the hell you want because it's your freaking life, it's your meal, it's your food. That being said, I do believe that there are right and wrong ways to eat food, to eat different types of food. For example, I do believe it is wrong to eat steak, well done. To me, I'm horrified that people actually eat steak well done. It's just it just it just blows my mind. I what a waste of meat, of, of red meat. That being said, if you like your steaks well done, go for it. Do you know what I mean? There's there is a right way to eat steak, which is medium rare or medium. Because that's where and the reason is that's where you actually taste the meat. That's where you know, you separate bad meat from good meat. If you cook it well done, then, then the whole steak has gone to kaput, and you're just tasting gray, overcooked flesh. That being said, eat it however the way you want. And so that's my approach to all food, and that's my approach to sushi. There is a specific way to eat sushi, but at the end of the day, do what the heck you want, you know what I mean? So, uh, So let me go over four different types of sushi, roughly. Um, if you think about sushi, sushi is, is raw fish, right? Uh, when most people think about sushi, at least here in America uh, and some other countries I've found, they immediately think of rolls, meaning not even raw fish. Sometimes it's just like, just rolls and rice. And to some people that is sushi. That is categorically not sushi. Okay. Um sushi is many things but sushi is not cucumber wrapped in rice. That's just that's just a roll. It's not a sushi roll, it's a roll, man. But, you know, semantics, who cares? So that's one type, going back to the, you know, the topic. That's one type of sushi, right? Is is raw fish wrapped in some kind of thing. And a lot of people will just, just bomb it with sauce and deep fried and do all sorts of crazy things to it. And that's fine. That's not my style. Okay, uh, those are sushi rolls. That's, that's what I have here in front of me. We we'll opened up this package. I think it's in camera. Yes, it is. All right. That's... Oh, I don't have any napkins. Oh, there's some napkins. That's the stuff right here in front of me. Um, you know, I, I got this plate from Mariano's a couple hours ago. I was going to eat it right away, but first I had to set up the cameras, and then I got a steak from Mariano's, so I had to eat that first, of course, because it's steak, and then now I'm, and now I'm eating this. So this is a spicy salmon roll with some kind of spicy sauce and and... and Avocado, so that's one type of sushi. That's the type that I think a lot of people in America and some other Western countries, and uh, I know a buddy from New Zealand. Um, they think of rolls. They think of something like this. Okay, uh, what I have just above this. Okay, and I, there are, there are specific Japanese names. I didn't do any research. Just like all my podcasts, I don't do research for this. I just share what I know. Um, that's one type sushi rolls. Um, now it's going to bother me. I'm going to look it up. As soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to look up what the name of that is. Um, the other type, another type, very common, is right up here. And that's nigiri sushi. That I do know. Um, and that is what you show as sushi, raw fish, over a little mound of rice. Um, Traditionally speaking, you would have horseradish, which is this green stuff here. You would have this. I'm not going to lick it. It's going to be brutal. Um, You'd have this nestled in between the fish right here and then the mound of rice. But this is Mariano's, so this is not a traditional sushi restaurant. Um, Also, traditionally in... Nigiri sushi, or nigiri sushi. It should be vinegared. I'm not even sure if this is vinegared or not. That's disappointing. I don't taste any seasoning. So maybe the faintest hint of it. I don't know. You got a little bit of seasoning. The, the rice under nigiri sushi should be seasoned. I think it's with mirin, mirin, which is, uh, what's the translation? I forget. It's mirin. It's rice vinegar, I think. Um, with some other stuff. And if you watch, like, you know, the most popular sushi documentary is Jiro Dreams of Sushi, where they talk about extensively the importance of rice in sushi, um, some people would say and i've heard people say this that actually rice is more important than the actual fish which i think is bullshit. because okay i'll tell you what then you take the rice i'll take the fish if it's that important to you it is an important component but come on i mean you're you're eating the sushi for the fish Uh, to me that's just it gets a little bit bullshitty and a little bit pretentious i digress that's nigiri sushi so When I think of sushi, this is what I think of. I think of a piece of fish on a seasoned mound of rice. Uh, Two more types, which I do not have in front of me because this is a low budget operation. Um, Another type is called sashimi. Sashimi is simply sliced fish and that's it. Just, you know, so if you look up sashimi, you will see just pictures of platters of just raw fish sliced and arranged in a nice, you know, circular pattern. And and you eat that by dipping it in soy sauce and with some horseradish, and then you eat and enjoy. The last type of sushi, commonly, you know, what people think of uh, when we talk about sushi is um, Okay, I, I know the Korean name is Haeppa. Um, I think it's chirashi, chirashi in Japanese. I could be wrong. And um, you know, in Hawaii, they made their own version of it, and it's become more popular. I see these places all the time around Chicago. Poke bowls. That is another type of sushi. Um, gosh, I had an amazing place. I had an amazing bowl of it. Uh, in Seattle, I forgot the name, but if you look at my personal Instagram, Peter B. Kim, Peter BB Kim, at Instagram, you'll see a bowl of this awesome, um, I'm pretty sure it's trashy. Um And it's just pieces of fish, pieces of raw fish over a bowl of rice with some like kind of sauce and some veggies thrown in depending on the restaurant style and season and et cetera, et cetera. So you have raw fish with a bowl of rice and other condiments, you know, Asian condiments. You have, and that's trashi or poke bowl or hirapap, Um sushi over rice, you know, raw fish over rice. That's, that's one category. You have just simply the raw pieces of fish, and that is called sashimi. You have the whole piece of fish with amount of rice, and that is nigiri sushi, and you have sushi rolls, which, again, there is some kind of uh, Japanese word for it, but I don't know what it is. You can look it up, and you can inform me. I'm probably going to look it up after this podcast. Um, Incidentally, there are, like, so these are, like, the typical rolls, right, where it's, like, the size of, like, a silver dollar in diameter, but actually... There exists like these monster monster rolls. I want to say it's furumaki furomaki Um, These monster monster rolls that are also part of like the family the world of sushi um, That I don't think you're gonna find in Western sushi restaurants Uh, I've had it in Korea and Japan But that's just like a whole other level and now that it's called furumaki. Of course, this is maki, right? I think that's the Japanese word for it comment uh, um you feel free to insult me for my ignorance but um you know I'd love to hear your feedback but that's what I know so those are my those are my four basic types of sushi okay so let's get into it let's get into the components of a typical meal again this is from Mariano's um you know I'm not expecting world class and this is a couple hours old um a few let me just throw out some tips when you're eating sushi um Go to Japan. Go to Japan for good sushi. Honestly, just go to Japan for good sushi. (laughs) I miss it so much. I miss it so much. Good sushi has been really hard to find in America. It's really hard to find good sushi in America without paying, you know, like a few hundred dollars. Uh, And Korea. Korea has great sushi, uh, but it's all... The best sushi in Korea is the Japanese style. There's Korean style as well, but I think the Japanese style is far superior. Um, And that will probably be another podcast in the future, talking about the best places to eat in Japan and or Korea. I digress. Let's get into it. Okay, so this is... Let me get here into the frame. Okay, so this is um, a combo tray for like 12 bucks from Mariano's. Again, going back to my original point, I'm not expecting world-class sushi. It is what it is. Uh, we have here, of course, the maki, the rolls, the sushi rolls, now that I actually remember what the, what the word is. We have the nigiri sushi. And we have this other stuff here. What's going on over here? Okay. So, uh, this stuff, probably know this much, that this stuff in the packet is soy sauce. So... Being the nice Asian that I am, I do have soy sauce bowls um, and my fancy chopsticks uh, that I bought in Tokyo. Thank you very much. Um, I need to get a napkin because this could get messy. Um, I have so many stories, memories, opinions about eating in a sushi restaurant. But honestly, I'm not sure if that would apply in... America, or Chicago, or wherever you are, so um, You know, maybe I'll share some stories, but um, A lot of a lot of the advice people kind of already know I feel from Giro Dreams of Sushi Let me get a napkin or um, other shows Okay I'm not going to edit any of this, by the way, because the whole point of me doing this podcast is I don't want to shoot stuff and then not touch it for months because I don't want to get into the editing of it. Anyway, so there's the soy sauce. <clears throat> at, at like higher end, at nicer, pardon the mess, this is kind of gross, um, at nicer sushi places in Japan and Korea. Uh, they will brush on the the soy sauce for you, so that you know if you don't see soy sauce on the table, then you're at a different level um, sushi restaurant. Although I have been to a place in Osaka where uh, they had brushes for the soy sauce at the table, so it was, it was a weird mixture because it was a nice sushi restaurant. I mean, it was it was not expensive at all, um, like twenty. I think like it was like twenty bucks for ten pieces of sushi, and they had brushes on there so you can brush your own but you could, you could do it yourself uh but other places i've seen they just have the 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 chef will brush it on for you and there's no there's no soy sauce if there's no soy sauce don't ask for it because you're not meant to put additional seasoning soy sauce is salt right and so if you are asking for soy sauce then you're asking you're saying oh this is not properly seasoned at higher end places most places they'll have your soy sauce, throw the soy sauce in the bowl, and then you add your wasabi or your horseradish. Um, sushi snobs will tell you that this is not true horseradish, that it is, you know, chemically made, uh, I forget what, what what is the base of this cheap horseradish, but then if you actually look at the price of real horseradish root, it's just crazy expensive, you know, for the casual sushi eater, including myself, it's absolutely not worth it. Uh, I'm sure it's lovely and amazing and wonderful. And when I get the chance to try it, I absolutely will. But for right now, I'm perfectly happy with my cheap horseradish. Okay. I like um, a good amount of horseradish. There's no way to measure it, really. You just go by feel and by taste after. A piece or two. Okay. Now, this is the thing that that initially made me want to make this episode. What to do with this stuff. What is this stuff? Okay. This is ginger. This is ginger. You do not put the ginger onto the sushi. This is not a garnish that you put onto your sushi. For... For some of you, you're like, of course not. Others are like, oh my gosh. This is intended to be a palate cleanser between each piece of sushi. So um, think about each piece of sushi like it's like a slider, okay? But a slider that has been prepped with a lot of intent that's different from the others, that you are meant to uh, sit down and enjoy slowly and carefully. How do you enjoy this sushi carefully? Well, you one way that you do it is by cleansing your palate between each piece of sushi, okay? So this is kind of a bigger piece. I, you know, and again, it's down, all this is down to personal preference, of course, but for me, I'll either shred it or I'll just take a small bite out of it in between each, piece of sushi, so yeah. Refreshes the palate, it's kind of a cleanser, kind of a reset button for your taste buds, so that you can taste each, each piece in its own flavor profile. So, let's get down to it. All right, this is really mushy and destroyed and demolished, so it's not even worth dipping, so. One tip. When you order sushi at the market, ask them to make it for you. Don't grab the stuff that's already been made, because it's been sitting out there for hours. When you eat sushi, you want the freshest freshest made sushi possible. And by that, I mean from, from the chef's hands. For example, I went to the store, I think it was around 5.30 or 6.00. And I saw a similar combo platter like this, same types of nigiri sushi, different kind of roll, but it was made at 11.15, 11.50, let's call it even say 11.30. So it was six hours old sitting in the, in the refrigerated compartment. Sushi needs to be eaten as soon as possible after it was made. Now, contrary to common belief, good sushi does not mean... freshest fish possible meaning oh um, you know this fish was alive an hour ago so this is the very best possible state of fish that is incorrect Um, at the higher level higher end sushi places yes I did grab my napkin with my foot thank you very much because I am civilized at the higher end sushi places they will age their sushi for I don't know hours days And you're like, oh, I only want, you know, this fish has never been frozen. It's all been frozen. When the fishermen go out and catch the fish, they freeze it. It kills parasites. And it keeps it from not rotting in the storage area. Of course, it's frozen. Am I wrong in that? Like, am I crazy? So, freshest, oh, it's the freshest possible. Well, no. You want the freshest made sushi. You don't want this rice to get all jello sitting in a refrigerator for 5, 6, 8 hours, 12 hours. That's disgusting. The sushi chef, they made it, went into my basket, and then it was delayed because of my steak, but now I'm eating it a couple hours later. Okay. Anyway, you notice that the, the horseradish sauce has sunk to the bottom a little bit. I want to give that a little stir. So I get even amount of wasabi. I'm just gonna do a light dip. Just a light dip. There we go. Oh, that was a dunk. That's okay. Way better. This horseradish is really mild. This is almost a review of Mariano' sushi. Salmon is great, course salmon is awesome. There's so much fat in salmon. It's really hard to have bad salmon unless it's old. Okay. How come I'm not eating the ginger? Well, it's the same sushi. Same flavors, nothing to fight against. Alright. so let me move into the nigiri sushi and then this is where i think a lot of people don't know how to eat this stuff right here so i'll have a little bit of the ginger generally speaking now for a combo this doesn't matter but for generally speaking if you get like a larger platter of nigiri sushi, you generally want to go from lighter fish or the leanest fish to the heavier or the fattier types of fish. Now I'm in a dilemma here because this is a lighter piece of fish, but I think it's white tuna, which is fattier. And this is the leaner tuna. I know this is maguro. Especially at this price point, it's gonna have the least flavor. So to me, this is almost like uh, it's almost like a white fish. And then, you know, the salmon, it's going to go last because it's just a heavier, fattier content. Um, my favorite type of nigiri sushi, incidentally, is chutoro, which is a medium fatty tuna. So it's like this, but then you add a, a lot more fat. Um, the one that people freak out about a lot is otoro, which is the fatty tuna. It's, it's really like bacon from the sea but to me it loses its nuance and it's just way too over-the-top fatty I mean like you'll see puddles of fat when it sits on a sushi, you know, a sushi tray so anyway again if this is a more authentic place then they would already have wasabi inside um, to, to balance out the fish you know you get a richness from the fish and then you need the horseradish to give a little sharpness, a little bite. Um, this doesn't have that, so I'm gonna have to keep that in mind. But then again, this, like I like I just said, this horseradish is very mild. Like, man, it's so mild, I could barely taste it. So again, it is what it is. It's not going to be the craziest, most authentic sushi. I miss sushi so much from Japan and Korea. I miss it so much. <sighs> anyway, okay, so here's the thing. Okay, and, and, and this is, I think, sushi rolls. I mean, it's just, man, you got like Philadelphia rolls and crunchy rolls and dragon rolls and all these rolls... I, to me, that's not sushi. I mean, technically it is. It's maki, right? But then like it's been so westernized. It's been so and not even Western or non-Western. It's just been so bleh, It's been so um, uh, messed with that the fish loses and it just becomes like this one ingredient out of many versus one ingredient out of few. Um, I prefer just straightforward nigiri sushi. Um, not the biggest fan of rolls, I'll eat them. I'll still enjoy the fish, but when I think of sushi, this is it, this is it, okay? So rolls, whatever, you dunk it in and then you eat it. No big deal. Nigiri sushi is, is interesting because um, you have the fish on top. If you naturally just eat it like like it is, boom, right? You just eat it just from the, from the tray, from the plate. What's the problem? Well, the problem is that your tongue is not making contact with the fish. Now, yes, you do come in contact when you chew it up, but for like the truest experience, the purest experience of the fish, what you wanna do is flip it over on the side. I like to the side. Okay, take the piece of sushi and dip it upside down and then right side up. So that way the actual fish is being seasoned, not the rice, which is already seasoned. And then you place it fish down onto your tongue, like this. The rice is so under seasoned though. I'm getting no flavor from the wasabi, no kick. The actual tuna isn't bad, but it feels very um, (laughs) unsatisfying. You know what? I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to go with the salmon next because I have a feeling the white one's going to be pretty good. I'm pretty sure it's white tuna. What does white tuna mean? I think it's the um, the belly of the tuna, because there's no like white tuna, as opposed to like red tuna. I think that just means the belly. All right, so a couple of thoughts. This is kind of a review of Mariano Sushi. Granted, it's, granted, it's been in the fridge for a couple hours, but. Guess what? If you buy sushi from Mariano's, it's going to probably be sitting in the fridge for a couple hours, or six, as it was the case for today. So that's why I say, again, ask for them to make it fresh for you, and then take it home. And don't put it in the fridge. Just eat it there or at home, right as soon as you get home. Okay, so again, I've, I've put my... Let's see, can I see it? Put my sushi on the side. I've already had my ginger to cleanse my palate. Dip it, dunk it. I'm going to get a lot because I just need to get a little more kick. Can I get the kick from the wasabi here? Oh, hey. the salmon's good. Yeah, that's the thing. The sushi should work all together in unison to create an experience. The problem with this lower-end sushi, the rice doesn't have a lot of flavor. The wasabi is weak. So then you're overpowered with the soy sauce, which is soy sauce, and, and the fish, which is good. I mean, like I said before, I, I'm eating sushi for the fish, but... The, the rice and other components do play an important role. And the problem with this level of sushi is that you just don't get it. You just don't get the other flavors. One more try. I told you that I, th- I thought this was going to be the special. We'll see. And, and, and also, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, some people will eat it with their hands. Uh... But I've actually never seen that in real life, so I have done it just to mix things up. But what's wrong with chopsticks, right? Okay, here we go. Mm Mm-hmm. Well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yum. Mmm. Okay. That was definitely my favorite piece. The cool thing about the, the fattier white pieces of sushi, there's a lot more subtlety to it. Mmm. Salmon, not a lot of salty. It's just a lot of fat, which is delicious. I like. I really like salmon. It's like my second or third favorite, um, third third or fourth favorite type of sushi. First one being chutoro, second one being probably hamachi or uh, yellowtail, unagi eel. That's also pretty awesome. But this is really good. Different level, different type of flavor, different level of flavor. It's great, and that's how you eat. Sushi, um, I hope this has been informative. I'm gonna eat the rest off camera because you don't need to see me eat the same roll six more times. Um, so bottom line, this thing right here, this ginger, this is this is garnish. Eat it after you eat the sushi or eat it with the sushi, whatever, do it, live your life, do what you want. Um, It's really hard to find good sushi. I would say go to an Asian market uh, to get, like, cheaper sashimi. Go to your local Asian fish market. Um, Otherwise, good luck. Because the few times I've had sushi in America um, have been like this from this or Whole Foods. Whole Foods actually has pretty decent sushi. Um, I actually enjoy, enjoy their sushi at Whole Foods. But at restaurants I've been to, I mean, you'll have like a sliver, like a fingers sliver of fish for like 3 or $4, which is kind of crazy to me. I'm sure they have the reasons, but it's just not worth it. Um, If you want really good sushi, go to Japan or Korea. Korea has really good sushi, too, but only the Japanese shops. So there you go. Thank you so much. Um, Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you enjoy this video, if you like uh, foodie experiences. I'm also on iTunes, All Things Food Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you have any questions, thoughts about sushi, recommendations for future shows, I would love to hear them. Uh, you can email suggestions, All allthingsfoodpodcast at gmail.com, or leave a message, comment on the YouTube video. Um, I've removed all music because it didn't feel right. And um, it's just one less step I need to worry about. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And stay hungry until next time.